Hi, welcome to this week in our collective heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. And we have our first sponsored episode. We do. Sponsored uh, by Cassandra Bradley Therapeutic Massage. Yes. And you can look her up on Facebook and book appointments and get all the information you need yeah. there. She is certified for therapeutic massage and reasonable rates and all that. And she can talk about nerdy stuff. Yes. And that's... That's important to me when I'm looking for a massage. Yeah, I need I need, I need a certifi- certified mm-hmm. massage therapist. Yes, and I need a good t- a good table. Good table. That's important. Yes. I don't want to fall. Right. That, that I haven't had that happen, but that's kind of you know scary. You you have to be able to relax while this yeah. is going on. Yeah. It's important. Yeah. So so yes, she she meets the triage three qualifications. Mm-hmm. So if you are in the North Dallas area, mm-hmm. perfect. Go for it. All right, so we we have the lists now for the PlayStation Plus and the games with gold, which is which is kind of like our specialty. Yeah, I, it's a, it's a one of our running uh, segments that people like. So yes, yeah, we'll go with that. And it's it's also something that, as far as I can tell, isn't like nobody else does. No one else does this. No one else does this. You can look at you can exclusive. Check. Yeah, this is exclusive <laughs> here. Other places will tell you what games are coming out, mm-hmm. and they may tell you if they're good or not. But it yeah. is it is very cursory. Yeah, it's oh, yeah, this one was fun. fun. And they don't tell you anything else. And we play the garbage for you. We do, and find and find the not garbage for you. Which this is month also important. But this month looks like it's going to have more garbage. Yes. So, so the, I mean, this upcoming month, I apologize. So we're talking about the March uh, upcoming games. Mm-hmm. February games, we did our um, Gold Plus Roundup episode on. Link here if you want to see it. Um, but uh, this month, I think we got uh, what normally would be mixed in with the good stuff we got of yeah. February. February was a great month. Probably one of the, probably the best month that I can remember uh, when it comes since to... Started. Since, definitely since we started, but the best month that I can remember, like... Uh, collection. It's up there, yeah. yeah it's, it's great. This, this upcoming month... Um, we do not have high hopes. No, I don't. Um, so for Xbox One, uh, we have uh, Lords of the Fallen, mm-hmm. uh, as well as the Sherlock Holmes Crime and Punishment. Which was originally released for last gen. Uh, exactly, on and 360. Which, which are the double and didn't And didn't really have high... Like, nobody talked about it. No. Like, I, I heard that it was coming out, and it was like, hey, it's a Sherlock Holmes mm-hmm. puzzly game. And I love let's, Sherlock Holmes. Let's see what happens here. And nothing happened, because nobody mentioned it after... And this came out this week. Dead air. <laughs> yep. Also got Lords of the Fallen. Yes. Um, which Lords of the Fallen is supposed to be like Souls-ish gameplay and yeah. dodging and moving and giant bosses and stuff like that. This is this this is probably going to be one of the better games of, of the uh, of the release. Yeah. Uh, along with Borderlands. Borderlands. Bo- is Borderlands out. is amazing, but that was three games ago. Because uh, we have two, two the, sequ- the, the, the pre sequel. And not counting all the DLC, yeah, and, and Telltale and, and everything. So this is the this is the first in the Borderlands um, franchise, which is a great game. It's yeah, on, honestly, I'll be honest, this is probably my favorite of the Borderlands games. Like Borderlands Two is good, but yeah. there's something special about the first Borderlands. But Borderlands Borderlands Two though, mm-hmm. um, like the you get the the whole Handsome Jack. Thing. You do, and and Handsome Handsome Jack is. For my money, the most yeah. interesting character in that universe. I, I like Hyperion as a as a big global yeah. bad guy entity or whatever, <laughs> and I like the the twist at the end of Borderlands is really fun. Yes, um, yes. But it, let me rephrase that. Then. So gameplay wise, Borderlands okay, one okay. is my favorite. Yeah, story wise, Borderlands two. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll give you that. And then Supreme Commander two. 
obscure. We'll commander. tell you. We'll tell you more <laughs> later. Because because I, I don't know. I I have not played this. The first thing that I thought of was Command and Conquer. And I'm like I don't know. This isn't what it's talking about. But yeah. Uh, on the uh, Sony side of the house, mm-hmm. we've got Broforce coming to PS4. Yeah. Which which could be good. <laughs> Which we we've just finished playing the most brotastic third-person shooter ever. Yeah. We're now going to play the most brotastic side-scroller ever. But at least yeah. this one's intentional. Well, we'll see. The 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 one about this is uh, we got uh, Super Time Super Time Force Ultra, mm-hmm. and that was awesome. Yes. And this looks like that without the time travel. Yeah. And the time travel was what made it fun. <laughs> Like I, I really do like the the variety of characters and the different things. Uh, Rambro, yeah, Rambro, like. um, Brochetti, mm-hmm. which um, Bronin, Bronin, Bronin. So <laughs> it's and and it was also fun because when this game was first coming out, uh, at one point Shuhei's Twitter handle was was Brohe Brochita. <laughs> that was fun. So like there's 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 puns. It'll be it'll be fun and explodey and all that kind of stuff. I was kind of hoping for the the. Android cactus, whatever. And I'm going to go ahead and buy that. Yeah. Just because you know that that was the one I wanted. I supported. Yes. And I feel like th- this is part of my problem with with the whole voting thing because I feel like that if it's if it's an indie game that you're interested in, yeah, maybe you'll pick it up. But if it's if it's an indie game you were vaguely interested in, and then it comes out at the exact same time as the free ones, yeah. And you thought you might get it for free, but then you don't. I, I feel like that that's kind of a cold water. No, you're not going to buy this. Yeah, I think, and, and the I majority think of people I, won't buy it at that point. Yeah, because and, they're giving all these free games. Why? Why purchase? Yeah, and and like it'll it'll be it's it's discounted. Yeah, but I still feel like a lot of people aren't going to get it, and so no, and, that's, and that's part of the reason I want to to support it because, yeah. As we and also say. because twin stick shooters. Yeah. I, I, over the past year or so, I've really gotten into twin That's stick. Become your thing, yeah. So, and it, there's one of those. There uh, is. Well, we'll we'll, we'll go we'll ahead and do them in order. We'll get to that. Uh, Flame over is is ne- next up on on Vita, which looks looks really it really looks fun. it looks fun. So it's isometric, top down, um, randomly generated firefighter. Yes. Yeah. So Diablo, but you're a quirky little firefighter guy, yeah. and you're rescuing people and. And it looks great. Uh, and I, I think the mechanics are also twin stick shooters. Yeah. It, it looks like it anyway. That's what I thought you were going um, on. Because, yeah, it's twin yeah. stick. Yeah. And then Galaxy, also twin stick shooter for PS4. Yes. Um, this one could be good because I've, I've heard it praised by a number of people. And then apparently you can, like, during gameplay, you can transform into a mech. Yeah, and that sounds like fun. It does. It does. That could that could be fun. And then, um, we, then well, we have, let's, let's let's finish off the good ones. Okay. Uh, Super Stardust HD. Yes, is, is on PS3. Yes, and that that game is awesome. These they, are guys they, who did Resogun, by the yes. way. So if you like Resogun, this mm-hmm. yeah, um, this is also available in, with different names on on different platforms because uh, Super Stardust <laughs> originally was was like this this little mini project that they did. They threw. Super Stardust HD on it for PS3, like toward the end of the cycle. I think it's kind of a joke. And then there's uh, Super Stardust Delta is the one on Vita, and then maybe Ultra is on PS4. Um, and that that game is awesome. Yeah, it's it's so fun. I think it's not too strange a naming convention, but because at least then you know, okay, this is a different version. Yeah, because I, mean, I imagine there's different. I, I mean, I, I I get that. Yeah, but yeah. 
and and then the and then the garbage. Yep. Uh, the last guy for PS3, which is like GTA One style isometric, even further. Or, like yeah, but, uh, but first but it was so but so, so high up that it, it just looks like you're looking at Google Maps. Yeah. Stuff. So so think GTA One and Two, but you are the la- you're the last guy. Except you're not because you're rescuing, you're rescuing people. people. Yeah. So you're I guess you're the last competent person. Because you're running around Maybe. a city which looks like New York or wherever, um, and you're you're rescuing people and you're you're gathering more people Pikmin style that that follow you along the map until you get them to a safety zone. Right. So it's 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 Snake plus Google Maps. Yes. Is what it looks like. Yeah. And I'm 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 not optimistic. No. I, no. I, if this was a mobile game. Maybe if it was a mobile free game, yeah, maybe. But uh, I, I just don't know how to feel about this. And then you have Reality Fighters. Yeah, which looks like I'll play it. Looks like a bunch of junk, you guys. I'll be but, honest. But yeah, it's 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 a it's an era thing where you, you put the camera and nobody plays like this. No, this is not how you play a mobile. It's it's in your lap yeah. right here, and that's that's how you play. It. And there's a reason for that. It's not because we as gamers are are lazy. It's because that this gets painful after a while. Yeah. As I think I've even mentioned on this show before, there's a LeVar Burton thing about readers and getting into a good, comfortable reading mm-hmm. position. Because if you're going to be reading for a few hours, if you're playing a video game for a few hours, this is not comfortable. Yeah. You've got to keep repositioning and repositioning. And we, if you're... We've, okay, we've, we've got this little pyramid thing. Yeah. It's, it's like this pyramid cushion. And so what you do is you kind of lay back and you put it on your knees and then it angles it. And it's it's perfect. That's cool. It's it's wonderful. That's cool. So yeah. So yeah. those those are the the free stuff that we're going to be playing mm-hmm. for you exactly because we love you guys. So we have some we have some pretty interesting news this week though. Um, so uh, the Arbiter mm-hmm. is coming to Killer Instinct. Yes. I did not expect this. But we've got the the Killer Instinct and Microsoft ties that are going on and everything. Yeah. Uh, and the Arbiter is really cool. So the Arbiter is really cool. Yeah. Um, his fighting style looks similar to Fulgore's though. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, he's even got the invisibility thing going on. Yeah, and and which so so we'll see. Yeah, which is true for true to the Halo kind of thing. But um, Arbiter, uh, correct me if I'm wrong on this. So Halo Two, you get to play him and mm-hmm. and Master Chief, and he was just a. It's a really cool kind of like idea where you're like, okay, this is a person who's not quite my friend, but they're. You know, they similar goals. Similar goals. The you know, it's the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. Yeah. So fun stuff and uh, really cool personality. Great voice too. Yeah. It's also it's it's also fun because uh, when when the Arbiter first came out, mm-hmm. people were like, I don't want to play as an alien. I want to play as Master Chief. Yeah. And this was this was still pretty early in the series, so that was there there was still a lot of no. This is the hate the Halo guy is Master yep. Chief, and uh, I. There's a similar backlash on on Locke, but the Arbiter was a complex character, yes. and there was there was something there to be explored. I don't feel like Locke. There's, he's he's not he's not inherently interesting, and that's why I think this one he's going to stay kind of the outcast. Whereas the Arbiter, most of us came around as as you go through the yeah. story. I feel like Arbiter had a there was a, it was less of a contrived version of like, okay, this is what you're going to play, this is, this is who you're playing, we're going to change things up. Yeah. Like, our Arbiter was, okay, let, we're going to add this because it's interesting, it works for the story. Locke was more, um, okay, we're we're doing this to do this. It's not, it, yeah. it, it didn't feel organic. It felt like, felt like a, a boardroom meeting of, 
hey, let's have another guy who's hunting Master Chief. Good. And it's not... Yeah. It's not organic. Continuing with Halo 5, yeah. uh, Firefight is coming later this year. And that was a game mode that got added later, post-launch, in yeah. 3. And then it was completely absent from 4. So it it's, it's one of those things that... Cause Halo's had a lot of different modes. Yes. And some of them... Griff Ball. <laughs> and and, and I, I'm pretty sure we mentioned last week. We did. That's, okay. So that, that's... that's Griff Ball's out. Griff Ball's out. Yep. So. And, and it seems like it seems like they're, they're, they're taking Halo 5 and they're building on the, yes. on the multiplayer specifically. They are. And they are. so... I'm, I'd like a split-screen campaign, but that's just me. <laughs> Which I heard the campaign was kind of short on that as well. I'm going to be playing that... Um, I've been talking about playing it, so I'm going to be playing it as one of my uh, one of my games this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, they're they're doubling down on the on the multiplayer mm-hmm. and bringing in all these different modes, and that's and Firefight is also a PVE, and I'm yeah, about PvE. that. I'm, so, I'm a fan of PVE. Yeah. Um, the next next item of news we have is is more kind of rumor, but this is also the third time this one has showed up. Yeah. So I I decided to go ahead and bring it out. Yeah. Um, the Bioshock Collection is was rated in Brazil for PS4 and Xbox Xbox One and PC, which is the trilogy of Bioshock games. And I'm interested in this because uh, the first Bioshock game is is held up by a lot of people, uh, Colin in particular, yes. as, as a really great atmosphere. And <laughs> he's an Ayn Rand fan. Yeah, and makes fun of Ayn Rand, and he still is like yes. the way that they did this. Yes. And I played a little bit of uh, Bioshock Two because mm-hmm. I was free at one point. Yeah, and, and Bioshock Two didn't really do it for me. I mean, the environment is interesting, but the Ayn Rand stuff isn't, isn't as good, and then um, then the story is not as good. Yeah. The story of the first one is great. Yeah, and, um, so, and uh, Bioshock Infinite is phenomenal as well. Um, but there's something special about the first Bioshock. Bioshock. Yeah. Bioshock. Bioshop. Ooh, I'll take a bio. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the Division beta uh, was this past week, or sorry, the weekend before last yeah. at this point. Um, this this and, is one of those news stories we barely missed. Yeah, well, we couldn't report on it whilst it was happening, <laughs> so we had to report on it after it happened, and unfortunately yeah, it cut yeah. off, so it, it ends up being kind of old news at this point. But they had 6.4 million players on it, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Uh, this is the open beta, because they had the closed one, now they have the open one. Um... I've heard some mixed reviews about it. I think a lot of the people uh, were expecting a third-person be- uh, third destiny, mm-hmm. and that's not what this is. Yeah. Um, this is a this is an RPG with third-person shooter aspects. Um, it is not a third-person shooter with some RPG stuff smashed on. Like Borderlands is a first-person shooter yeah. with RPG stuff added. Yeah. Right. So, similar to Mass Effect in that case. Mm-hmm. Mass Effect is not like Gears of War <laughs> at all. Yeah. So, so, that's an RPG RPG where you're playing as third person. So, that's that's one of the complaints that I've heard from people. Um, and you can't jump. Yes. And you can't walk over trash bags. You can't walk over trash bags. Like, we, we've gotten to the point where it's, it's very rare that you just run into an invisible wall anymore, which used to be how they outlined things. But now they're having stuff, the garbage bags. Yeah. When, it, when it happens, it's irritating. Uh, it happened to me in Fallout 4. Um, yeah. Which, um, I'll admit, it happened because I was going way off the map, <laughs> purposely trying to see yeah, where, where, where does this stuff end. Because if you, if you played Fallout 4 and you tried to do that, 
map doesn't quite end at those points. So yeah. there are certain areas where you can just keep going. Particularly the southwest. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and dangerous. But it's yeah. very, very dangerous. There's some areas in the south of it as well. Um, not the southwest, but the, the south area. And it, to me, it was kind of cool where you're like, here's the map. And then you realize, oh, there's a little bit more. And there's a reason that there's a little bit yeah. more. Towards the north, there's a lot of, yeah, towards the north. There's a lot of like mountainy cliff stuff, mm-hmm. and that's that's an organic okay, way to do it. Yeah, that's, that's as long valid. as you're not doing it throughout the entire thing. Because if you're in a square bit of it, it's just annoying. But but anyway, so you, so invisible walls in Destiny and, and invisible walls in Division, and you can't jump. Um, sorry, what? jumping's kind of a pet peeve of mine. I would like to be able to jump. Um, it makes it organic when you're. If you're trying to climb over something, you can climb over like cars and stuff in Division. Right. So you got to go up to it, press the button, climb over. And it makes it organic when you jump and the game realizes, oh, you're jumping onto this, let's get this animation going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Far Cry Primal does this, where if you're jumping up onto a ledge, he'll kind of grab up and, and do it. Okay, the animation, it's a little tricky to get that right, but the gameplay is supreme. It, it needs... It, Especially, especially in in something that's that's moving as quick as that shooter is, yeah. you need to be able to have everything happening organically, where you don't have to think about the process of making your character. There's enough stuff to think about in there. Um, I did hear an interesting stat mm-hmm. though uh, in the dark zone, which is where you can do where PvP is is optional and the whole trader thing. Yeah, fifty uh, percent of people. Uh, went rogue, I think is what they call it. Whenever you start shooting people, okay. And I thought it was going to be a lot. I thought like ninety, eighty, yeah, ninety percent. But apparently, people are nicer than that. Which is which is cool. I mean, to me, that that makes it more real. If you're yeah. in this type of situation and you see a random person, uh, your gut feeling shouldn't be just shooting. Yeah. Um, well, and, and your gut feeling should be okay, in this type of dystopian area, era, time, whatever you want to call it. Um, if you see someone random that you don't know, you want to you want to assess the situation. Could, could help you. Yeah. Contact them. And be like, hey, so Hi. I'm I'm here. Don't shoot me because you see me out of the corner of your eye. Uh, I'm you know. Do you want to trade? Yeah. I, I don't want to shoot you. Let them know you're not. You know. Yeah. It's like. And that's how it should be in that kind of in that in that kind of situation in real well, life. Well, the other the other part of it is for for that dynamic to work, the the, the possible treachery yes. to work. You need to have a it, it needs to be something that can happen, mm-hmm. but it's not necessarily likely. It's kind of yeah. like uh, a little while ago, I think it was on I think it was on Daisy. Somebody uh, went and just handed pistols, loaded pistols to people. Just to see what would happen. Okay. And apparently only a third of the people shot him. Which is way lower than I thought it would be in that game. But yeah, a bunch of people were so like, hand him to new people? Like go up to a new person? No, just like random, random people. Random people. Okay. And and it's like, hey, here's a gun. <laughs> you can shoot me with it or not. And just kinda and, and didn't necessarily like run straight away. Yeah. But just Hang out, uh-huh. see what they're gonna do, yeah, yeah. and then later, and and it's it's a really fun video to watch on YouTube because a bunch of people are like, "Oh, whoa, uh, cool, thanks, thanks, buddy," and then other people are like, "Oh, cool, thanks, 
bang. <laughs> and yeah, I, I thought that was a really cool social experiment. It and, is. And those type of interactions online. That's cool. Yeah, it really oh, is. It really is. More options. Yes. Um, speaking yeah. of options. Options and cool stuff and, and everything. So, uh, Doom, which is coming out later um, this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, if you get it on Xbox One, if you pre order on Xbox One, you get Doom 1 and 2. Which are available now. Yes. So, if you if you pre order it now, then you can go ahead and play those from now until the release date, kind of refresh and stuff. And this is something that, that Microsoft's been doing lately. Mm-hmm. The the first one was was Fallout. Yes, as you you pre-ordered, but which is one, why I ended up getting Fallout Four on. But that one took a while. That that Fallout Three wasn't available right away. Correct. They sent you a a Microsoft message on your Xbox, which I never check. All right. So I'm, I almost missed it because of that. That's fine. Yeah. So um, I had two days left to redeem. By the time I saw it, I was like, I gotta. So it's like, I don't know, message on yeah. People talk to me. Yeah. Text me. Um, but they, okay, so, so, so done it with those two games. They're also doing it with uh, Dark Souls 3. If you, if you pre-order Dark Souls yes. 3, then you get Dark Souls 1 at some future time. Exactly. And I, I think that they, if, if they planned it this way where this is available right now, yeah. That's when you should announce that kind of bonus. Yeah. Don't don't announce this with pre-order now and you'll get something maybe someday because like we're we're less than two months away from Dark Souls three, and if give if me you don't now. if you don't have ridiculous amounts of time to burn, it's gonna take you a while to get through any Souls game because well okay if, if they give you if they give you Dark Souls one when Dark Souls three comes out, it's yeah, gonna that's, be that's not helpful. I mean it'll be it'll be on your account. Yeah. But but, but you're not gonna you're not gonna play it. So, well, anyway, so but but I, I I like that kind of marketing though yeah. because it, it is giving people something they want and Dark Souls is available or will be available for everybody which yeah. cool because a lot of people Great missed game. that one yeah. didn't catch on until two Dark Souls was Bloodborne two yeah. or whatever and and two is is not as good as the first one it's not so speaking of things that uh, you may or may not want to play um, some people really like so yeah. <laughs> Geometry Wars Retro. Uh, it's backwards compatible. It's shiny. Yeah, it is shiny. I never got into these. I know there's a big, big push for them. Yeah, um, it's it's there. It's there. Um, so if you're a fan, <laughs> pick that up. Yeah, uh, it's 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 got its it's got its 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 score chasing twin stick shooter thing. Yeah, but my my problem with this series is that. Okay, twin stick shooters are hard. Yes, they're they're supposed to be hard mm-hmm. and stuff, but this one you you get your whenever you whenever you kill enemies, they drop these little I think they call them geonids or something. Yeah, don't quote me on that. Um, anyway, <laughs> they, they, they drop these little crystal things, yeah. and you have to go to where they died and pick up the crystal thing to bump up your score multiplier and and what have you, and that's how you get the high scores and whatever. Which means that in addition to to moving your guy out of the way of bullets or enemies or whatever and shooting the enemies that you're trying to shoot, you have a third thing to focus on. Exactly. Yeah. That that is that is my response. Well, not quite, but well, that this is this is there's this is too much, too much to pay yeah. attention to and I have to I have to do things that put me in increased danger. Yeah. In order to get the high score, or whatever, and and like these games, <laughs> these games are hard enough they as are. is. And I love I love that difficulty and the frantic. Uh, 
I'm barely weaving my way through and shooting and yeah. Like I like that. Yeah. But but if I'm also having to pay attention to these little static things that are going to disappear after a while, that's that's a mechanic that that doesn't appeal to me. Yeah. And that's that's why I don't particularly care for these ones. But some people do. And, and and if you if you want to, that is that is available to play. That's your thing. If you can do it. So next up, we have NIS America is bringing three new games, and it's NIS, NIS, and and Atlas are, are the two companies that, that that bring us the weird yes. to North America because there's 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 some weird stuff that comes out in Japan, and and I love Japan for that. Yes. Um, the one that I'm most interested in is Psychopath Mandatory Happiness. I also recommend the anime. Um, it's and that that is a, a perfect, perfect name for this game. But um, yeah, it's 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 criminal to be crazy or unhappy okay. or destructive okay. to society. And then the the guns that you have are they they will only fire in a certain emotional state. Interesting. <laughs> so so yeah, this 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 could be a really cool thing. Yeah. And then the other two. I was going to say Yomawari uh, uh, Night Alone is actually the one that I was kind of looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, very interesting, dark, like horror puzzle kind of thing is from what I'm gathering out of it. But yeah. it immediately drew drew my attention. And then the third one, uh, which is the working title, is. Uh, <laughs> uh, Gensu Rondo. I don't know. Tuhu against Lorongo. Yeah. And that's that's a, a, a that is a that's a game. <laughs> it is okay, a game. Okay. Scro- scroll back up to to a, the a long one. Yeah. Keep going, keep going. Okay. Give me that title. Hmm? In 2014, they also released Oh, 2004. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh he he told Hashtag Meek <laughs> The Firefly Diary Colin the Firefly Diary. Colin the Firefly And we love Colin Yes We love Colin <laughs> So yeah they're, they're, they're bringing us Weird Weird Quirky games And, and I'm, I'm grateful for that Because those audiences exist mm-hmm. And we buy stuff Yes so. we do We do We like quirky stuff We like yes. weird stuff So bring us more weird stuff uh, Speaking of weird stuff uh, Carmageddon Mm-hmm. Which is fantastic. <laughs> Looks like twisted metal meets Mad Max. Have you have you seen the the European release from again? No. Where you're running over uh, zombies instead? No. That's they, cool, they, they changed the blood to green and they changed all the sound effects to. <laughs> and that that was the only way they could get it released in Europe. Yeah. yeah. Um, interesting. It's interesting how America is completely fine with any violence. Yeah. But show a side boob and side boob. Adult problem. But Europe, side boob. It's okay. Yeah. But violence, hold on. Now hold on. Hold Hold on on a minute. Which honestly is more healthy. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yep. It's like, okay, it's teenagers. And and then 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 Australia, they just don't want games. (laughs) (laughs) Australia, Australia, like, if if you live in Australia, I'm I'm sorry. Because, like, you... It's it's insane. They're so and, strict. And, and they the the other thing is like they they don't just have games like restricted or whatever. The their ratings board refuses to rate certain yes. games so that they cannot be legally released. Yeah, there. That's and, and that's that's awful. Yes, yes. That's, that's awful and weird. Oh, speaking of censorship, uh, completely uh, random. But did you hear what Trump said if he's elected? Along with all the other crazy I'm, I'm, stuff that he said, 
Um, any news outlet that set, writes a bad story about him, he's going to sue them. Fallout 4 mods <laughs> are coming in a couple... I don't want to talk or think about that. <laughs> it's, uh, it's crazy, yeah. Fallout, Fallout 4 mods are coming to console probably around May. Yeah. Um, because, okay, so so I I don't know if you if, if, if you know more about this than I do, but um, it says Fallout 4, and the headline is, Fallout 4 is getting PC mod support in April, console to follow, quote, in about a month. PC has mods. PC has mods so, through, a, through third party... Third party through like Nexus mods or someplace like right, that. Right, but it, th- those aren't because it's. I not, hear people talking about them all the yes. time. So, so are so, they really that hard to get? No. Or what's you, well for what's going to be the difference? Easier accessibility and browsing. And that's my guess because I haven't seen what they're doing. Right. So what you have to do for Skyrim or Fallout Four or any of these games is uh, you have to download um, Nexus Mods is usually one of the bigger programs. Basically, mm-hmm. it's a, so you take this program and you download the mod and then you take the program and you say, okay, I want to run the program. I want to run these Modify. five or six okay, mods, okay, okay. run it, and then if it crashes, you go, okay, which ones did well, I not? That okay. didn't work. Yeah. Certain right. ones conflict with each other because if you're adding like twenty or thirty mods, like I do usually on Skyrim, yeah, um, you're running with like thirty some mods, and two of the two of them can conflict, conflict with each other. Yeah. So you have a third party third party uh, mods and third party program that runs the mods onto the game. Okay, and so so basically, what what we're hoping for with this is is that these are going to be. Sounds like theoretically it's vetted by yeah. Bethesda. I would hope so, or somebody. I would hope that they're going to be vetted, and um, from what it, what I'm gathering out of it, it's going to be it's integrated into Fallout and the menu system. Okay, so which would be a lot cool, a lot cooler, a lot easier for the average person. Yeah. Um, well, and also I think I think that's something that's going to be necessary for the for the console people because console I people can't run a third party. Thing. Well, console people are also not used to. Ah, this killed my game. Now try again. Wh- yeah, and, and troubleshooting. And spending an hour or so troubleshooting. Yeah, which one of these mods killed my game? <laughs> yeah. So so we'll we'll see how that goes. But yeah. that that is coming. And another yes. thing that's coming that I'm really excited about is Jay and Silent Bob game. Yes. Because I love Jay and Silent Bob. I love Jay and Silent Bob. Um, the way that they're pitching this yeah. does not make me hopeful. It's oh, but, it, it, it looks like a brawler and yeah. and. One of the quotes when they're when they're trying to to pitch the to get funding for the game is uh, their intention is to be accessible to people who quote haven't played video games in a while or ever end quote. Okay, so I think I know I think I know what what he's getting at here. Okay, um, and I and I love you, Kevin Smith. I'm not saying this in a, in a negative way at all. Kevin Smith hasn't played games in a long time. Is my guess. And well, Kevin, tell me tell me if I'm wrong. I haven't talked to you in a while, um, but. My guess is, he, you know, he's used. He's, you know, he played Streets of Rage and he played a bunch of these older games. And you get out of games for a while. So the late thirties, early forties, early fifties. So, so people, oh, people okay, who so play this, this might have been, you know, people, people who are comfortable with Nintendo's SNES Genesis, yeah. like that era of games. Yeah. And they and they're okay. like they're like there's like 16 buttons on this thing. What do I what do I do? And that was that was exactly what I was thinking because yeah. there there are people that I know that are 
that when you when you hand them a, a controller now, yeah. they're like, that's a lot of, and and it can yeah. be intimidating to come from that because we okay. evolved. We went from my first <laughs> my first console, the Atari. So, but I played my brother's games. So uh, the Atari, so it was joystick and a button. Playing on PC, and it was a joystick and a button, and then and text parsing. But that's the Nintendo. You get, and Nintendo, you get, you get two, two buttons. buttons, and then the Sega, and you had three. And you were awesome. It was just, and then they came out with a controller that had six buttons. Come on, yeah, come on. Uh, and then you know, so, Super Super Nintendo, you add in the the shoulder triggers. Exactly. N sixty four PlayStation, you get the analog. Well, since the SNES, most controllers have modeled after the after the um, that mo- that idea. Yeah. You have a D pad or some way to, di- to have directional. Mm-hmm. You have uh, four buttons over here, mm-hmm. which are in a diamond shape. In a diamond, and, and then, then you have you the shoulders. shoulders. And, and, it's, we, and then we added shoulders. We, we put shoulders added, on top of put shoulders. shoulders on shoulders. Yeah, <laughs> gear, total gear style. Gear style. Yeah, I was thinking Rob <laughs> Liefeld, but that works. Um, shoulders on shoulders. And we, we've added more and more things, but gradually. And if you're, if the last game you played was on SNES, was was on NES or or Atari or Genesis, it's daunting. So I think that's what he's that's what he's aiming okay. for. I think I think knowing Kevin Smith, um, he probably was like, you know what, I want to make a game for people like me. Who like games, yeah. but I haven't and, played games in a while. And he he is he is nerdy about movies yes. the way the way that we are nerdy about games. So he yeah. he follows the the, the the film and the development and storytelling and all these all these aspects. And he he just digs super deep into that. And yeah. when you have a an obsession that in in his case is also a a lifestyle and occupation. Yeah. Then yeah, I, I can see how how you would get out of games for a while. Yeah, I mean he's he's busy Decades. he's busy writing and smoking pot and, and touring and touring. raising a kid. And yeah, yeah. Which did you see? He uh, he gave. Uh, did you see what he bought for her recently? I feel weird because like I know I know so much about <laughs> Kevin Smith's family, right. uh, but his his Christmas yeah. his Christmas photos that he sent me and um, yeah. yeah <laughs> so nice for Christmas he got her uh, tickets to Hamilton, which is really cool. Because uh, Hamilton, Hamilton's so fun. Hamilton's great. I looked up tickets for it because I was like, you know, maybe kind of splurge. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, let me look like further out in the year and like yeah. maybe take like a like a weekend to like fly out and go to Hamilton. And the the more most recent ones that I found, mm-hmm. so I'd be in August, okay, and they'd be between four hundred and fifty dollars and fifteen hundred dollars a piece. <laughs> Alrighty then. So, but but the the cool thing about this for for you and I and you know normal people, Hamilton has exploded in such a way that's that that's going to come elsewhere and yeah right it, now it, we we may not get the same cast but we will we will have an opportunity to see that yeah. someday and that's the unfortunate part for me because I want to see Lin Manuel Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, because he is phenomenal. And uh, it, did you see him on uh, Jimmy Fallon recently? If you watch, no, no. I'm subscribed to him on YouTube, so okay. that's how I get it. But uh, he did a freestyle battle. Um, nice. So it was freestyle random word generator. So they generated three mm-hmm. random words, and then he had to freestyle. Like that, that talent amazes <laughs> me. It was like, really it's, cool. it's it's seriously yeah. pretty awesome. He's phenomenal. 
So um, back to games. And, yes, <laughs> and, and last bit on the on the Jane Silent Bob game. Uh, the guy who did the the crowdfunding, like the the head director leader guy for Pillars of Eternity is yes. is involved somehow. And Pillars is great. So yeah, and so we'll see what he can do with this. And Pillars of Eternity is also a game that that took this. Thing that used to be a thing, mm-hmm. and then modified it, brought it up. Yeah, Diablo for too. those. Yeah, for <laughs> those for those people. Yeah, and, and so yeah, we'll we'll keep we'll keep our eyes on this development and see see what happens. I'm hoping it's good, and and because I, I would like to to someday on my console have have Chronic Blunt Punch. Yes, yes, it's. I think it's going to be fun, um, and. Uh, it probably is going to be even better if it's enhanced with uh, oh, yeah. herbal, herbal yeah. products. <laughs> the, 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 chronic, the chronic blunt punch played chronically? Played chronically, yeah. yeah. So uh, Rocket League uh, has now hit 70 million in sales. Yes. Come yeah. on. <laughs> so so we, we, we got a... Uh, Jeremy Dunham was on Colin Greg Live last mm-hmm. week, and, and he just dropped a lot of stats, and, and it was it was really fun. Um I, I encourage you while that's still on Twitch, go back and go back and watch that episode because he he talked a lot about the development and how how pleasantly surprised they were because when you're when you're making a game you're you're kind of in a vacuum and you're yeah. like okay we're we're making this game we think it's really good we think it's really fun oh this didn't work I have to do and and like you're you're in the in the nitty gritty and the details and just trying to make everything work yeah, is hard enough. Exactly. And then trying to tweak it and make it where it and then the, the people that you're having review it is your testers mm-hmm. who are just mostly looking for bugs and then maybe friends and family who are probably going to tell you it's good anyway. With that and small said, group, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he said until it gets out in the wild and people actually play it you don't really know. Yeah. And, and, and Rocket League depends on having an active and, and pleasant experience yeah. online. Yeah, you need you need a ridiculous amount of active players to play it. The, the way that it's running right now, which is where I think was their dream. Yeah. I mean, I, if I jump onto Rocket League, I'm in a game within seconds. Yeah. Within seconds, I'm not queuing up, waiting for another game, and that's it's just remarkable. Yeah. And, and I've done that at all kinds, also, all random hours. I also too. really appreciate that uh, that whenever you whenever you queue up, it tells you like if you when you select what kind of game you want to play, it tells you how many players yes. are, are kind of in that area. Um, the Rocket Labs is is not as active as I thought it would be, yeah. but it's not ranked. I think it should have its own tier of ranked cool. stuff. Be because cool. like if you if you just add rankings to that, yeah. then that encourages me to play it more. I think that I think the reason that I haven't added rankings is because of the um, well, because they're still testing it. Yeah, I mean it's just it's it's not as consistent. Yeah. So when I when I play something ranked, when I turn on ranked, when I do it in Hearthstone, when I do it on uh, on Rocket League, it's you wanna, okay. You I want to do this thing. Yeah. Now and not only have I honed it, I know that I do well with it. Now I'm gonna now I'm gonna actually get some points for that. Yeah, and and you you can well plus you can you can play unranked until you feel good enough. Exactly. And then you can jump into ranked yeah. with a confidence of okay, I got this. Yes, exactly, exactly. And speaking of I got this, I want this. Yes. So the Batmobile for uh, is coming to Rocket League. This is the Batman versus Superman version yes. of the Batmobile. It it looks really cool and the and the way that it kind of shifts on its it that's it looks fun. It's only going to be two bucks. Like most of them have been four dollars, yeah. and 
I, I've happily paid all of the $4 options that were available to yeah. me. It's totally and, uh, yeah, and, and I, I reached out to Jeremy, and I, I made sure that we could we could say all this stuff as, as official, whatever. So And, and he put it back and, and was happy that we were excited. And that's that's got to be one of the coolest things for a game dev, is to, is to consistently get, we're having fun with this yes. thing you pour, poured blood, yes. sweat, and tears into. Because the, the internet is a dark, dark place. Dark and full of hatred. <laughs> it is, it really is. Um, and another thing that uh, I think is cool, they're getting a physical release. Yes. Um, so those of you who prefer physical media, who do not buy digital media, um, you, know, you can grab it that way. Which I know is it's an interesting situation to be in nowadays. Yeah. Um, I think that developers have moved to the idea of everyone's connected all the time, um, but at least you'll have the physical. Disc. But there's there's also people who the like like kids like my my kids are not going to have access to the PlayStation or Xbox store. Sure, like that's that that's not going to be set up where they can buy anything. Yep. Because because. No, yeah, don't don't do that. But and so so there are, there are going to be gamers for whom the way that they get games is is going to their their dad or grandma or whoever goes into a store and what's out mm-hmm. and and for and honestly people who prefer a a one on one person talking to them sure. about games the GameStop employees are the most knowledgeable people they know. They really are. And, and they can, they are into games, they can sit there and be like, well, what is he like? And they can give you personalized, yeah. detailed recommendations. And if your recommendation is, hey, there's a really cool game that's only available to purchase digitally. Yeah, 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 yeah. And you gotta write, so you gotta, I gotta write this down, I gotta take it home, I gotta... And, and the GameStop, like... Obviously, Cor- they also corporate, want corporate stuff purchase. aside, yeah. yeah, their their job is not to send you home to buy no. something from somebody else. They want you to leave with something, a, in a product. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so, so it's, it's getting yeah. getting a physical release, and, and we're happy about. Yeah. That. Speaking of things that we're happy about, because I'm I'm still hopeful about this game. Hitman is getting a second beta March fourth uh, right. through the sixth, coming up this weekend, this, starting this Friday. Week. Yeah, so Friday, um, so PS Plus users only, PlayStation Plus. Right. Only. And it's going to be the the same. It's the same first mission as was in the the other beta. Yeah. So if you if you played that one, find a new way to kill. <laughs> and if you didn't, find a way to kill yeah. somebody. Now, so I'm gonna I'm gonna be playing this, but uh, my only irritants on this, which has nothing to do with Hitman, is that once I have the beta on my library. It forever will be on my library. Yep. Um, but yeah, I'll let you guys know how that is. Um, Shuhei, let Shuhei. us delete our games. Yeah, just let us... Change our names. Or just filter. Just add just, a filter button. Filter. Come on, Shuhei. Come on. Filter. Just the... Just the when you're in there, because it doesn't do anything right now, I don't believe. Triangle. Filter out all the games that are not installed right now. Yep. So that way I can just see what's installed. Wonderful. The, I mean, because you know what? If I can filter it out and I can just look and see, okay, what what can I play right now? What is what, ready? What can I? What can I play? What could I be playing without getting sixty off the seconds from now? Without getting off. The yes, yes, that's important. Yes. So I'll be playing this. I'll let you guys know next uh, uh, next episode uh, how I feel about it. Um, so speaking of how I feel about it, Resident Evil four, five, and six are coming to current gen consoles. Mm, Resident Evil six, five, and four are coming to consoles. So they're doing it in reverse order. Six is coming out first, then five in in summer, and four yes. in fall. You know, you, and we all know the reason for this. Because no one cares about six or five, <laughs> they want four. 
five was yeah. okay, but it's not. Well, it's 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 so much shooting. Yeah, and, because... the, and those of you who don't know about the Resident Evil franchise, these are the games that started out the let's just actiony zombie gaming instead of survival horror. Yeah, because because the first ones are are inherently scary because you don't know when stuff is going to jump yes. out, and that's. That is much scary because, like, once you once you get into, and and also like ammo preservation, yeah, ammo preservation, herb preservation, mm-hmm. and and freaking freaking typewriter tape preservation <laughs> in in the beginning of yeah. the series because you have you a could, limited amount of saves, people. Yeah, <laughs> that that kind of stuff that that just ratchets up the tension yes. without relying on. Like you can you can do more with less, yeah. and I mean that's that's one of the, that's one of the reasons that Hitchcock's movies hold up. Yes, is because he was able to do more with less. Yeah. And like you you go back and watch, you know, like uh, the 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 first Hills Have Eyes mm-hmm. was terrifying at the time, yeah. but because everything is on the table, now you go back and look at it, and it's not as scary. Yeah. Whereas you go back to to the Hitchcock yeah, stuff, or and like the, the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Yeah, the first Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre, which does not show you. There, there was a gallon of blood used in the entire movie, and yeah. that's it. That's it. Now, and when you talk to people about that, they're like, "No," because I remember, like, he picked her up, and you could see the meat hook go. No, none of no, that. You, you didn't. You, you didn't, didn't see any see of it. it. Yeah. Well, like, and, and going back to Psycho, they, yeah, they, you they have talk this about shot they, of this. Yeah, and then you have the shot of this, and then you have the shot of this. And then you have the shot of this, and it just cuts between the two. Right. And and you, you, but you don't think about it because your imagination is filling in the blanks. Yes. And that's along with the great music score. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing music. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's that is inherently scarier, and that's 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 what the the Resident Evil games. And correct me if I'm wrong. Four is the one that has the snakes in the boxes, right? Yes. Okay, so that's that's really scary too because uh, and and uh, shout out to Cameron. Uh, <laughs> apparently, that was the scariest part of the whole game for him <laughs> was opening boxes. Yeah. He because uh, because like you you get close enough and you melee and you so you slash at a box. Yeah. And there might be ammo inside. There might be a snake inside. But apparently, that was that was not acceptable to him. And so he would stand back and shoot the box from across the <laughs> room because there might be a snake in there. And 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 just just stuff like that. Minimalist, yeah, is is scarier, more tense, yeah. And and that's that makes for a better game, exactly. And so I'm I'm looking forward to this. I I might play four again because I only got about halfway through. I think I got hardly any of the way through five and six, yeah, because it was it was not what I wanted to do, and it was needlessly difficult where. It's like, okay, there are 40 zombies, kill them all. Like, no, I, I would run. And what you should yeah. do is run. If there's 40 zombies, it's time to GTFO. If there's more than two zombies. Yeah. If there's more than one zombie, and maybe even if there's one zombie, if you can get out, get out. Because, yeah. yeah, it's just so much easier. Um, anyway, so uh, on to some... At least they haven't reached World War Z levels of... <sighs> the... Uh, yeah. Which is just ridiculous. <laughs> Zerg zombies. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like there, there, there aren't that many people in this like in this country, but they're yeah. all piling up 
Oh, well. Suspension of disbelief. Yeah. Um, speaking of suspension of disbelief, Pokemon... Speaking of suspension of disbelief, say that five times. Yeah, speaking of suspension of disbelief, Pokemon Sun and Moon uh, has been announced. So mm-hmm. it'll be coming out uh, for holiday, along with uh, yellow, bl- uh, red, and blue. Right. The, yeah. the original ones are are going to be released on the e-store mm-hmm. um, earlier, actually. Uh, that's that's They haven't announced the date yet, but it's coming soon. Yeah. And then one of the other fun things about it is when, when Red, Blue, and Yellow originally came out, um, the only way to transfer, trade, whatever was... Cable. <laughs> the, cable. the link cable. <laughs> and after that, they had like wireless and internet yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But they, you were never able to bring from those to the new ones. But now they, they have cross cross ball. Yeah, which is what I've been waiting for. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you'll you'll be able to, to capture them in, in that original in, in the glorious monochromatic days yes. and then bring them to the new one. Yeah. That's really cool. I love these and I really wish that this coincided with uh, the anniversary. The Pokemon anniversary, which was two days ago, they had released these two days. Oh, ago. okay, okay, okay. Or, and as we're filming this, so right, they, last Friday. Yeah. Um, I wish that they'd released these. They had said, "Hey, these things are happening," and uh, red, blue, and yellow are out right now. Yeah, that would be that would have been great. But I'm I'm glad that I don't have to physically like be on a land connection with someone with my 3ds and be like, "All right, I'm going to trade you." Yeah. No, nobody wants to do that. No one wants to do that. Uh, it, and it's so much better than the, the random, um, if you saw on uh, Pokemon X and Y, you could, uh, there was a way you could, yeah. so you could, actually, you could, you you could, could randomly send out, send out yeah. and get a random Pokemon back. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't change your names if you rename your Pokemon. So, <laughs> so there were vulgar names. I got a few, and I know a friend of mine who, who did this every single time he would, uh, he Grab Caterpies, just a ton of them, and he just send them off just to see what he would get. But he would always rename them <laughs> um, yep. to Rape Train. <laughs> so wow. you have this like five or six year old on the other yep. side going. There, there are hor- going going back to the internet. Dad, what does this say? Yeah. <laughs> the internet is dark. I'm like you are evil worse. because you don't know who you're trading with. Yeah, yeah. So it could be it could be like a teenager. It could be another thirty year old. But, yep. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Anyways, so uh, rumor. So and this is this is solidified now, right? For Battlefield. Uh, okay, so the I heard it as a rumor, and now I'm hearing it's pretty much uh, is how it is. Yeah, it, it started as a rumor. The Battle Five, Battlefield Five, was going to be set in World War One. It was yeah. it was based on uh, the original. Okay, so this the trailer that we got shown yeah. leaked one day early, and there was a there was a tag at the end of it that said. Tactical shooter, bro force, something blaster <laughs> in World War One, yeah. and and the footage looks to be, yeah, yeah, that kind of stuff. And so, yeah, we'll we'll see what happens there because uh, World War One is an is an underserved. It really is. Who the, like okay, the the people actually fighting this war a hundred years ago. Yeah. How pissed would they be that I'm saying yeah, there's. There's really not enough video games about your horror and carnage. Well, there's not enough books about it either. I mean, yeah. there, it, it's it's World War Two overshadowed so much of that. It was, yeah. It's pretty recent after it. Yeah. Um, well, the same thing is going to happen. Um, prediction: If you're watching this 100 years from now, <laughs> same thing is going to happen when you talk about the uh, about the Iraq War. Yeah. So now, when you talk about the Iraq War. Mm-hmm. 
you're talking about after 9-11, we yeah. went in and invaded the wrong country. Yeah. We, yeah. So as opposed to, to mentioning the, or even if you say things that may not click with people, if you say the Persian Gulf crisis or or any of that, and people will just go, was that, was that when we killed Saddam? Or, like yeah. the it's it's so recent afterwards. Well, and and World War World War One is is really interesting because um, it in a lot of ways it feels like it, it was at the time referred to as the Great War. Yes. Because it was it was so 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 much bigger than any other war that had happened before, and um, it was it was the first it was the first all out war. Yes. Because the the gas attacks and the trench warfare and it, the the lines on I, I forget which front it was, but uh, over five years the lines moved a grand total of thirteen miles. Yeah, that's and that's and <laughs> literally thousands of people dying. Yeah. for thirteen, it's it's that's it ridiculous. And my only question is, do I have a mission where I can shoot Archduke Franz Ferdinand? Hopefully. Hitman style. Speaking of attacks, uh, <laughs> Ubisoft is is under a a financial attack by Vivendi, and if you don't think that that concerns you or you don't care, I will let you know that Vivendi is the people who own GameLoft. Yes, and if if that doesn't concern you, then yeah, yeah, because uh, Vivendi is, is attempting a hostile takeover of Ubisoft, and, and Ubisoft is, is reaching out to to Canadian investors saying, "Please help. Yeah. We, we don't we don't want to be under control by this by this group that does not understand." Because like uh, GameLoft is is mobile games and microtransactions and all this kind of nonsense. Ubisoft is bad enough. I mean, I'll, I'll just be yeah, honest. Say, say what you want about Ubisoft. Honest. They're not at that least. Bad. It's not. Yeah, <laughs> and, and Ubisoft has given us, you know, like like the Raymans and the Child of Lights, and like they they reach out and speaking of World War One, they gave us Valiant Hearts. Yes, and they they have these little niche teams that might not make money, but they're doing interesting things with games. They're doing they're doing bold, creative things, and and if I feel like. If they get taken over by Vivendi, then that will be a, a loss for gaming. I, I completely agree. I completely agree. So, so if, if you're in Canada, or if you're a Canadian investor, if, if you're a Canadian investor watching Twiatch, um, we are also welcome to invest in. We have our first sponsor this week and next week are spoken for. But after that, we are totally we are. available for sponsorship. We are. We are. Uh, speaking of sponsorship, Loot Crate, if you want to sponsor... Um, <laughs> We love Loot Crate. We will open your boxes on the show. So, it's awesome. stuff. So, <laughs> so, Battlefront's February update um, has, is coming out. So, Twilight uh, on Hoth yes. is, is on there. Which and this is, this is the part of the show where I sit back, sit my drink, and... and, and <laughs> so, we already talked about the, uh, the update adding film grain and all the other DLC stuff. And I just did, did purchase. I, I bit the bullet. Purchased the, the uh, season pass for uh, for Battlefront. So. I, I bought the season pass for Fallout, and I feel much better about my purchase than you do. Yeah, you do. Because <laughs> my mine was a okay. I, I like this game. I want to keep playing this game, mm-hmm. but I don't want to keep playing the same missions. And I want to make sure that mm-hmm. I've, I have all the options open to me because the missions that I'm playing are great, but I want to see more. 
So yeah, Twilight on Hoth looks so, looks fantastic. Okay, so so this is this is a, a February update. Is this DLC? This is just the patch. This is not the DLC yet. So okay. we're still we're still waiting for that. Um, the, except for Jakku. Okay. Like Jakku's the only DLC that's that's been released, which was if you, if you pre-ordered or if you got it day one. Yeah. Or there, there there were qualifications, but that that is still DLC because it's it's not available to everyone who wants to get it. Is it is disc locked DLC? So that nonsense. Yeah. So um, yeah, I'm I'm excited about it. They're adding more. Uh, they're changing up some card stuff. Uh, they've increased the hitbox for the A wing. So if you're playing. If you're okay, there's a reason for that. I mean, so if you're playing, um, uh, if you guys haven't played, if you're playing any of the missions where you could get an A wing or an X wing, or if you're on the other side, you get a Tie Fighter or Tie Advanced mm-hmm. uh, or Interceptor, sorry, Tie Interceptor. Um, I love the Interceptor. Interceptor, always cool. have. Yeah. So they have their they have their bonuses. They have uh, not only differences in speed, but you also have different weapons. Mm-hmm. So the A wing is considerably smaller than the X wing. Mm-hmm. So the hitbox on the A wing, yeah, is smaller. Tiny. So they've increased it. I believe I, I haven't looked. I don't know the exact size, but I'm assuming it's that it's now going to be pretty much the same way. See, I, I like the idea though of the A wing because like the A wing, the A wing is faster than the X wing, and it seems like that would be a more like you're, you're just chaotically trying to do something, and so yeah. it would be more difficult to use, but more advantageous. Yeah. And they've nerfed the ATST. Okay. Um, so if you were shooting with a snow speeder or land speeder thing. If you were shooting an ATST, um, it, it took a ridiculous amount to take him down. So the uh, the T forty seven airspeeder now kills uh, uh, with a missile when firing uh, primary cannons at the same time. Uh, so it's different ways basically um, to help that. So ATAT, there's a bug with an orbital strike uh, that sometimes you wouldn't like when you were going to aim an orbital strike. Um, so when you get it, oh, I didn't. I don't know if you, you play this. So if you have a, a mission where you have ATATs on the ground, mm-hmm. right, you can get a power up where you can control the AT for like thirty seconds. Right. So you can't really move around a lot because they yeah. move really slow. But you have ridiculous amounts of weapons power. So you have not only huge cannons that are pretty much one hit kills, but you have orbital strikes you can put, and they're okay. on. They're on like a five second timer. So, which, uh, if you've played Battlefront, that's that's really good. The orbital strikes are, are OP. So, um, sometimes when you get the orbital strike, you'd have no, you'd have no way to see where you were aiming. So you have a, you have a camera shot that's right behind, like the shoulder of the ATAT, and you can kind of see your your head moves a little bit. That's it. So if you don't know how to aim, you don't know. It's not. Yeah. yeah so, a lot of a lot of good things that that are in the patch. I'm excited, and I'm playing more of the game. So. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Now that since this month we got to do the the games for the roundup, the Go Plus roundup earlier, mm-hmm. I've been able to play more Battlefront. <laughs> so. Yeah. I, I, I had the same thing. I've, I've basically. Yeah, I've only played Binding of Isaac this week. <laughs> Which has been week. nice, right? It's it's been so wonderful, yeah. and it's it's yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's fun. I've I've still got okay. I've got Bandage Boy or Super Meat Boy, Bandage Girl, yeah. the Godhead. And the the lost runs, and then I'll be done. Yeah, and then I'll Final. then I can then I can play it for fun. <laughs> <laughs> then you can wait for afterbirth. <sighs> it's supposed to be. He said. Next he month. said. He said that it's February. <laughs> yep. So, so speaking of speaking of things that I'm excited about, 
all of which are coming to Vita, and this makes me happy. Neverending Nightmares is is intriguing to me because of the way that the developer talks about it. It's it, the 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 root basis of the game is actually formulated on one of his nightmares, and he's he's dealt with with uh, mental illness and depression. Okay. And uh, actual sunlight is another game for Vita that I highly recommend. Um, it's it's kind of a a Super Nintendo it. It looks a lot like uh, 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 high, slightly higher resolution Earthbound. Thing. Okay. But you're you're going through and you're talking to people, and and there's there's a couple of, of choices. But you're you're kind of inside the mind of, of someone with severe depression. And for me, I, I have people that I'm I'm really close to, the people that I care about a lot, that go through depression, and that. That game, because like there, there are choices, but there are things that you don't have choices on, and that was the 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 you you have options at the beginning, and then your options narrow as as he goes into his he's able to do less, yeah. and there are there are fewer things that are appealing to him. At one point, he's like, oh yeah, I can sit down and play a game for a while, and screen based black comes back and says, like, oh, I played games for a little while. And then later on, he, he can't even get up the motivation to play games anymore. Yeah. And, like, it's 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 really helpful for, for people like me. I, I, I have my own mental issues, but depression is not one of them. Yeah. And, and uh, Neverending Nightmares is someone who's dealt with, uh, with anxiety on, at, a, at a really high level. Yeah. And this, this is, I, I think it will be another way for me to explore or experience mm-hmm. uh, the psyche of someone who, who has issues like that and, and allow me to be more sympathetic to exactly. that. And that, that, that got really dark really quick, but <laughs> the, Never Ending Nightmares is another example of when games can expand my, my awareness exactly. and, and expand my mind in a way that no other medium really can. Yeah. I, I've read books about depression. I've watched movies about depression. Yeah. But there, there is something about controlling the actions of this character who's dealing with these things that allows me to put myself into that mindset yeah. more than I can with any other media. And so this is, this is really exciting. Yeah, it really um, is. As much as depression can be exciting. Right. Anxiety. Well, well, actually, that segues nicely into the next one. I was going to say, uh, speaking Darkest, of dark, yeah. Darkest Dungeon yes. is is uh, on kind of the lighter side of that. Uh, yeah. Darkest Dungeon, uh, you you have your party that's going down into the dungeon and then coming back up, and you you have to manage the the mental state, mental health of all your people. Yeah. And like they they can get depressed, they can get terrified, they can get sad, they can have infights, <laughs> and like just all of this stuff sounds sounds. Hard, frustrating, yes. but it also sounds hilarious because there's there's going to be situations where I I have not, or there might be some character that I don't like the way that their character is playing out, and so fine, screw you, you can yeah. you can go off and be insane and run off in this dungeon and die. That's yeah. that's cool. Start favoring certain people, basically. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and it it just sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, Dark's Dungeon uh, is is coming to PS4 slash Vita in late spring or summer um, and so they're they're actively working on that <laughs> and uh, when when volume came out earlier this year Mike Bethel's game the same guy that did um, who was alone hmm? 
Thomas was alone. Yeah, Thomas yeah. was alone. Yeah. He did. He did. Thomas was alone, and then Volume is his uh, VR mission stealthy thing, which is which is really fun. I recommend that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he said um, that a, a lot of people bought it on PlayStation and then popped the trophy when it came to be there. And that's that's me because they they can see things like that. And so he he says that anybody that bought the game on PS4 cuz you get you get a trophy like 5 minutes into the game. So if you if you've played this game, this trophy is going to pop. And yeah. so that that allows them to get a bit more metrics and understand how and why people are playing it. Yeah. And uh so apparently, three times as many people are playing his game on Vita as as were on on PS4, and and it's it's a perfect game for Vita. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, Darkest Dungeon, they know that we are excited about this, and I'm sure it gets annoying to every time you come out and say anything. Somebody goes, "Hey, when's it coming to Vita? <laughs> are you going to bring it to Vita?" But they're they're genuinely excited about it because they know that. That the VD users are a really enthusiastic fan base who buys stuff. We, yeah. we spend lots. I spend way too much money on games, uh, but yeah. And and they. So the the tweet that they said, they said you you bet your butt it's going to get released <laughs> late spring or summer. We want our game on PS4 slash Vita more than anyone else, and Vita is all in caps. Yes. And then uh, the last one that I'm super excited about. Salt and Sanctuary, yeah. which I hadn't heard about. And it looks really interesting. Yeah. Another another one of these, you know, uh, indie games, which I'm, I'm thankful we're getting we're getting mm-hmm. on there. Um, I didn't so it's it's coming Q one, which is we got another couple months. It's, it's now ish. It's now ish. Um, so Q one meaning uh, between now and what April. <laughs> yeah. So it's coming out soon ish that they haven't told us when. Uh, and on uh, and then it's coming to Vita later on. Right. Yeah. So And it's it's a husband wife team and it's a it's a side scroller Dark Souls thing. And uh, at the same time as they announced that it was coming to Vita, they also said that there's gonna be um, online co op multiplayer. Yeah. And that's that's exciting. I didn't that, see is there couch I didn't see Yeah, there's couch cop. Yeah, cool. Because it's the first thing that I thought was like, I want to play this with Paul. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because it and and you can do you can do different builds and all kinds of fun stuff. So that that seems like it'll be fun, especially if you do, if you want to do some co-op with a significant other yeah. or not significant other. Either way. Huh. Yeah. So now now we now we're at the weird part. Those, <laughs> this, this is kind of my reward for those of you who sat through this entire yes. thing. Um, so. Uh, Kotaku.com did a story about uh, a game delayed due to lack of pre-orders. Yep, and that's, that's it's it's one of the weirdest. I had to reread it a couple times because when I first saw the headline, I thought it was delayed because of the amount of pre-orders, and I was like, that doesn't make any sense. And then it's like, no, it's delayed because there aren't enough pre-orders. Yep, that doesn't make enough sense either. Yeah, <laughs> so it's it's a game called Uppers yep. coming to PS Vita, and uh, on the official Uppers blog. Uh, game creator said, quote, the number one reason is that the number of pre-orders didn't stretch as far as we thought. Yeah. They, they had a beta, and people are not excited about it. Okay. And so people didn't pre-order it. And so, to me... Delay. to me, No, no, no. To, to me, what this says is that they, they put out a beta, and people went, I'm not ready to pay for that. Yeah. And so because the pre-orders numbers were not high enough, they went... Okay, I guess we'll keep working on the game until it's done. If and that's worth what they're playing. actually doing, 
But, yeah, which which that's that, kind of a that, read between the lines kind of answer. Yes, and it's, <laughs> okay. A lot of this is my own analysis sure. of this based on based on what I saw, what I played, what I yeah. Um, but the the thing the thing that he's not saying mm-hmm. is that they would have released it if enough people had pre-ordered yeah. this not quite finished game. <laughs> yeah, and. That means that by not pre-ordering, we have improved the Vita marketplace, which is which is good. Yeah, but and and so this is this is an, an, another example of of why we don't pre-order games that are not from devs that we inherently trust. Because yeah. I I have and will continue to pre-order games from from software from from software. Yes, I will continue to pre-order from from software's software library. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I just want to say that. But yeah, because when when their games came out, when their games come out, mm-hmm. they are ready to be played. Yes. And and there was there was a significant uh, with Bloodborne. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there was a big patch because the load times were kind of ridiculous. When it, they fixed it very quickly, mm-hmm. but like when it, when it first came out, and and it was annoying, but the game was playable and it, it was, worked. It was playable. It worked, which is a lot better than some games that are coming out. Yeah. Um, but to me, if I think a better reaction to, to show what you're actually meaning by this would have been, hey, um, there weren't enough pre... To say there weren't enough pre-orders for it isn't a good way to say it. It's been to say, hey, uh, we know that you guys didn't like the open beta. Thank you for your pre-orders. Mm-hmm. Um, and we promise we're going to make we're gonna make this better. That's how they should have answer, answered it. Yeah, Not that, like, you know, if you'd given us more way. money, we would have... No. <laughs> Yeah, it's the whole Donald Trump thing again. I'm going to mention him because did you hear that they were talking about like uh, Mexico said that they they were uh, like there was a lot of things about the whole wall thing. So apparently, like Mexico obviously is upset that Trump wants to build a, build a wall. So Trump's and Trump's response was, well, "We're just going to make it ten feet higher now." Why are people as if it wasn't high enough? So now we're going to make it even higher because that means something. Why is this guy in the running? Speaking of being high, yeah, um, Sony has apparently filed a patent for a glove controller. Did they not three, learn three anything? For yeah, that's not. No, gonna... no, 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 no. It's it's Minority Report. Yeah, I want to play. I want to play Minority work. Report where I where I shove windows yeah. out of the way and pull things up and zoom in. I want to do all yeah. that stuff. It's going to work like the Power Glove. It's it's not. Like, I mean, if, what, what I mean is that is that our expectation of what we think is going to happen is not going to be anywhere near we get. No, but and, and, and <laughs> it's I, a step in that I, I keep I keep harping on this. Yeah. Yes, yeah. these horrible decisions are necessary for us to progress and, would, and for us to, to to get to this. Wouldn't you rather have a camera that understands your movement? So, Minority Report or um, Iron Man style, where you're like, eh, throw this way. Wouldn't you rather have a camera that can just watch you and understand your mo- motions? Yeah. Rather than glove? Yeah. Because they're, come they're coming out with a um, smartwatch kind of thing that does that. I don't know if you, you've heard about this. Mm-hmm. It, it uh, understands uh, based on the tension and the um, uh, tendons that are used. Right. It can tell if you do this. It can tell if you do this. It can tell if you do this. Do sign language? Yeah, it, there's like... Rudimentary movements, so they, it can tell if you can do this, 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 this. So then it can tell if you do this, uh, and then it can. T- so if you do that, it understands that you're doing that and you're not doing that. 
Like so, so it's it, it's on here. So you, it, yeah, it's it's really fantastic. I had to look up the story on that because I'd rather have something small like that, yeah. or or just a camera watching me. Yeah. The whole thing, how connect should well, work. Well, I, I think it's going to be, uh, as I understand it, it's going to be kind of like the, uh, and, and, and I think I think from this because they're going to have like the 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 light points yeah. on each end. I get the I get the light point uh, aspect to it, but I just I would rather not have to have something on my hands like wearing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, then you get into the whole aspect of uh, Ready Player One. Where you're like, I gotta suit up all the stuff, and yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think we should get there. All right. So so basically, what <laughs> you can take from this story is Patrick doesn't want to wear anything. No, I don't so, want to wear anything. That's that's what we got for this week. Yeah. Thanks thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll see you guys later. Yeah.